Can a Christian really have a demon inside of them? Find out next on 41 Strong. Good morning, everyone, from cold, wet, rainy Peoria, Illinois. This is 41 Strong Podcast. 41 Strong is a podcast that delivers encouraging scriptures and stories to help people like you, even in the middle of a cold, wet fall day, help you hold on and stand strong. For more information about 41 Strong and 41 Will Come, you can go to my website, chuckytate.com or 41willcome.com. I also want to just remind you, and and maybe you don't know this, you're not aware, but if you have the Bible app on your phone, the the YouVersion Bible app, I want to encourage you to take time to go through the 41 Will Come reading plan. It's a seven-day reading plan. It's free. If you have the Bible app, then you know there are thousands of reading plans on there. And um, we uploaded this earlier in the year. And as of last night, more than 10,000 people across the globe have completed the seven-day reading plan. It was only 7,500 just three weeks ago. So we picked up a little bit of steam and um, I've gotten some emails and some messages from people that have been encouraged by it. And I know it'll encourage you. And 41 Will Come is the inspiration behind this entire podcast. So I want to encourage you, go to um, your app store, no matter what kind of phone you have. Put the Bible app on your phone. It's free. And it's different translations and reading plans. And then just do a little search for 41 Will Come and take advantage. And then let me know what you think, all right? Good deal. Well, listen, we're going to get right to it. Um, We're going to wrap up a three-week series on spiritual warfare. Um, Week one, two weeks ago on podcast 148, our our subtitle was We're at War. All right, and I I shared where the devil and demons come from, where are they at now, what do they do. And then last week on our podcast, episode 149, our theme was No Trespassing. And one of the, um, the points that I made is the enemy, the devil, has no legal right to trespass on your property if you're a believer, unless you let him. And there are ways that you can give him a foothold. And we spent some detail, spent some time explaining in more detail that last week. So if you missed episode 149, check it out. And we might get, talk a little bit about that today. But really, my subtitle today, the theme of episode 150, can you believe it? The episode today is going to focus on this. There's hope for the house. And by house, I mean your heart, your body, all right, who, who you are. You, the Bible says in 1 Corinthians chapter 6, 19, the Apostle Paul says, do you not know that your body is the house of God? Your body is the temple of the Holy Spirit. This translation says, do you not know that your body is a house of God where the Holy Spirit lives? God gave you his Holy Spirit. Now you belong to God. You don't belong to yourself. All right, so you don't need to put on social media, hey, I'm finding myself, I found myself, I'm searching for myself. If only I could just find myself. No, find Jesus. And when you have a relationship with God through Jesus, he will reveal who you are 
in him. And when you confess Jesus to be your Lord, the Holy Spirit comes to live inside of you. Your body is that temple. Your body is that house. And God doesn't want that house haunted. All right. There's a lot of talk about haunted houses because tomorrow is Halloween. We need our house clean. And if you are weighed down by stuff, anxiety, depression, sin, whatever it is, the good news is there's hope for the house. There really is. You can have your house clean. Jesus paid too big of a price for us not to walk in the freedom that belongs to us. The Word of God says, whoever the Son sets free is free indeed. So our foundational scripture for the last three episodes of 41 Strong is found in the book of Ephesians, chapter 6, verse 10 says, finally, be strong in the Lord. One final word, Paul says, be strong in the Lord and in the power of his might. He says this in verse 11, put on all of God's armor so that you will be able to stand firm against all the strategies of the devil. And he has a lot of them. He has a lot of strategies. For we're not fighting against flesh and blood enemies, but against evil rulers and authorities of the unseen world. That means there is a world that we can't see with our natural eyes where angels and demons are doing battle. Paul says we're fighting not only against evil rulers and authorities in an unseen world, but against mighty powers in this present world. In this, it says dark world world. So we know that the devil's loose. He roams this earth seeking whom he may devour. He influences people. So we know that is the reason there is wickedness. There is evil. People are calling evil good and good evil. And it's all because there is a devil loose. There is a spiritual battle that is going on behind the scenes that we can't see with our natural eyes. And then he also says this, we are fighting against evil spirits a spirit, all right, a, a demon, an, a, a fallen angel, if you will. Go back and watch or listen to Podcast 148 for more information about where the devil and the demons came from and how they ended up here. We're fighting against evil spirits in heavenly places. And those evil spirits will do everything they can to disrupt you, to distract you, to destroy you, to prevent you from being in God's house prevent you from being in God's word, to do everything he can to to cause you to sin in your anger, to have you lose your mind on Twitter. Believe me, I almost have. All right, I've had to delete a lot of tweets before sending them. Got to think before you tweet, think before you speak, because people aren't the enemy. The enemy uses people. They're influenced by the enemy. The good news is there's hope, right? Zechariah chapter 9, verse 12 says, come back to the place of safety all you prisoners who still have hope. That's what it says. I promise this very day that I will repay two blessings for each of your trouble. So if you are bound today, if you feel like you are a a prisoner, you can be a prisoner of hope, right? Jesus can set you free today. It's not an accident that you are watching this live on Facebook, or maybe you are watching this on a YouTube channel at a later date. Perhaps you are listening via iTunes. However you are receiving this podcast, I want you to know it's not an accident that you are listening right now. There is hope for your house. The Holy Spirit is in your house. God doesn't want your house haunted, and if it is haunted, 
right? If you have been under attack by, uh, by the enemy, if you're in this spiritual battle, just know that there is hope for the house. You can be a prisoner of hope, not just to cope, but to conquer. Carlos Whitaker, he's a, an author of the book, Kill the Spider. Um, he said this, Jesus didn't die on a cross so you can cope. He died so you can conquer. So today is the day we're going to find out what the word says so we can conquer our demons, so we can defeat the enemy that is trying to destroy us, that has manipulated us, that has lied to us. So I'm going to spend the remaining time of this podcast sharing some myths about demons, some myths about deliverance and the demonic. A few weeks ago, I attended a conference with my friend Andy King, who's been on 41 Strong. And we went to this conference at Northwoods Church in Peoria, Illinois. And the pastor, uh, Cal Rickner, a friend of mine, he inspired an entire series at our church that we called Haunted House. I went to a breakout session. There were some great general sessions and a great time of worship and some really good insight and wisdom and, and takeaways for walking in freedom. But the, 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 the one moment that impacted me at this conference more than any other was a 45-minute talk, a breakout session with Pastor Cal, where he talked about deliverance, where he talked about um, the demonic realm. And in that session, he gave eight myths about demons and deliverance. So I want to share some of those because I agree with them and I believe that they need to be shared because they're going to help you. And what is the theme of today's podcast? It's hope for the house. So let's expose some myths. Myth number one is this. Christians can't be demonized. That's a myth. That's a lie. When you read the word, we can find out that Christians can be demonized. Christians can be attacked. Just because the Holy Spirit lives in our temple, lives in our body, lives in our house, doesn't mean that a demon can't break in and trespass, right? They have no legal right to trespass unless you let them. And there are things that we can do that can open a door. This is why the word says, don't give the devil a foothold. I want to point out, though, that a demon cannot live in a Christian spirit. They can, however, live in your body, your mind, your emotions, but you cannot be possessed by the devil because possession implies ownership, and you can't be owned by the devil because God owns you. So if you're a believer, you belong to him. The Holy Spirit is in you. You can't be possessed, but you can be attacked. And a, a demon can absolutely attack your mind and attack your body. John 14, 16 says, I will ask the Father and he will give you another advocate who will never leave you. So the good news is, hope for the house today is the Holy Spirit is on the inside of you. God will never leave you or forsake you, right? He is for you, he's with you, and he's in you. That's hope for the house. Now, myth number two is this. Deliverance always involves a big fight. All right, that's just, that's just a myth, and we have Hollywood to thank for that. All right, if you've seen movies with people's heads spinning around and, and um, where a demon is throwing people through brick walls and that stuff. Now, we know that demonic spirits have power. We also know that they have to submit to the power of Jesus, and Jesus has empowered us to cast out demons. And James 4, 7 says, resist the enemy, and he will flee. We don't have to tackle somebody, have this big Hollywood Fight. Don't let Hollywood scare you. Don't let the devil scare you. The reality is 
The devil is afraid of the Jesus who's inside of you. That doesn't mean that there won't be a fight. The myth is that it always involves, involves a huge, drawn-out fight. God owns your house. Remember that. But that doesn't mean that the enemy can't wreak havoc in your house if you allow him. And the good news is you can evict him. You can send him packing in the name of Jesus. All right, myth number three. The demonized always speak in a different voice. All right, again, that's Hollywood. Now, they can speak in a different voice, and I have actually witnessed this with my own eyes, but most of the time, if a demon is speaking through somebody, it's in a normal voice, and we just need to do what Jesus did and command them to come out. That's what Jesus did, all right? So um, there was times where Jesus even asked the demon to, to name himself, all right? And I tried that, and the answer was, Fortnite. No, I'm kidding. I'm kidding, even though my, uh, my son, sometimes I think he is, um, I don't want to say possessed by a Fortnite demon, but um, I don't know. You know, maybe it's, uh, it used to be Minecraft. <laughs> all right, so that's myth number three. Myth number four, moving along. Those with demons are only um, people who are guilty of spiritual rebellion. Now, this is false because rebellious people, they seldom want deliverance, all right? If, um, you know, someone who's spiritual rebel rebellious definitely is not listening to this podcast. They want nothing to do with God. They're rebelling against God. They're running away from God, all right? So that's just a myth. We know that... Um, there are, are, are people like me and you who have been under attack, and we just need some help, and we need some hope, and we need someone to remind us of the authority we have, that we really can resist the enemy, and he has to flee. Now, Jesus also said this, if he doesn't flee, then we might need to pray and fast, because the disciples came to Jesus and said, hey, we've done what you said, we resist the enemy, he didn't flee, what's up with that? And Jesus said, some people can only be delivered through prayer and fasting, so if you cast a demon out of somebody, or if you're trying to cast a demon out of somebody and it won't leave, then you need to pray and fast, that's what Jesus said. And let me also give you some more hope. Cal Rickner, a pastor of Northwoods Church in Peoria, said this, Jesus never criticized people for having demons. He honored their faith in coming to him by setting them free. So let's just remember, Jesus wants you free, and whoever he sets free is free indeed. All right, myth number five, only those with a special gifting can cast out demons. All right, that's a lie. That is a myth. Some people believe that only the disciples of Jesus who were alive when Jesus was alive, they're the only ones that have the authority to cast out demons. But we know that that's not true because Jesus said so. And I'm going to read you a scripture in Mark chapter 16 that confirms that all believers, that means you and that means me, all of us, if we're a follower of Jesus, and we have the authority to cast out demons because Jesus said this in Mark 16, 15 through 18. Then Jesus told them, go into all the world and preach the good news to everyone. Now, a lot of churches, a lot of pastors, they stop right there. The Great Commission, go into all the world. But it also says lay hands on the sick, cast out demons. we got to remember all of it. Jesus said this, anyone... Anyone who believes and is baptized will be saved. You confess Jesus. Anyone who calls upon the name of the Lord shall be saved. That word saved in the Greek is sozo, translated as saved, healed, delivered, 
set free, right? Anyone who believes will be saved. Anyone who refuses to believe will be condemned. Then Jesus said this. We can't forget this. This is powerful. Mark 16, verse 17. Underline it, highlight it, get out your Bible app, right? And, and highlight it, share it. These miraculous signs will accompany, will follow those who believe. So if you believe in Jesus, this applies to you. This is for you. Jesus said, because your faith is in him, that there are miraculous signs that will accompany you, that will accompany me. We will not just lay hands on the sick. It says they will, which means us, cast out demons. What's important is to add what else he said, and that is in my name, all right? Cast out anyone who believes these miraculous signs will accompany them. They will cast out demons in my name, in the name of Jesus. Demons don't flee in the name of Buddha. They don't flee in the name of Krishna. They don't flee in the name of Muhammad. They don't flee in the name of Allah. Demons tremble at the name of Jesus, that name which is above every name, that name in which every knee will bow and every tongue will confess. You have power and authority to cast out demons. How cool is that, right? We need to exercise that authority, all right? Myth number six, demonization, it's uncommon in the United States. It's only in third world countries. Now, that's, that, that is a myth, all right? If you don't believe me, just get on Twitter, right? You'll see. There's a lot of demons in the United States, <laughs> all right? The, the, the Bible says that the devil, he's like a roaring lion, and he roams the entire earth, which includes the United States, right? Move on. Myth number seven. We only got a couple minutes left. Myth number seven. Freedom is automatic once the demons are evicted. All right, we know this isn't true because in Matthew chapter 12, here's what Jesus said happens after somebody is set free from a demonic spirit. He comes back and he brings some friends. This is why we got to keep that door closed. We can't allow him to trespass by sinning and by exposing ourselves to things we shouldn't, listening to things we shouldn't, watching things we shouldn't, going places we shouldn't, allowing people to do things with their body that they shouldn't. We have got to guard ourselves because here's what Jesus said, Matthew 12, verse 43, when an evil spirit leaves a person, it goes into the desert seeking rest but finding none. Then it says, hey, I'm going to return to the person I came from. So it returns and finds it former, its former house, right? Our body is the house of God. They find it empty, swept, everything in order. Then that spirit goes off and finds seven other spirits more evil than itself, and they all enter the person and live there. All right, again, this just confirms that the enemy can enter your house, but you can evict him. And the only way he can enter is if you let him. He can't trespass if you don't let him. So the person that allows those seven spirits to come back in is worse than before. That will be the experience of this evil generation. All right, this is why it's so important for us to discipline ourselves, to be in the Word, to know the, to know the Word. We have got to put on our belt, our spiritual belt, to keep our spiritual pants up so we don't trip up and fall. I know what it's like to have a belt break, and I just want to say belts are expensive. I had to spend $34 on a belt last week. Thank God it was on sale, and I had a coupon. Man, 
All right, I preached in, in Michigan um, at my friend Dave Berenger's church. He was on 41 Strong uh, as well, and it's about a year and a half ago, and a uh, large church, excited to share the message of 41 won't come. And I forgot my belt, and I was freaking out, and he was giving me a tour of the building, and church was getting ready to start, my pants were falling down, and um, so he just looked at me and said, pants on the ground, pants on. No, he didn't, he didn't do that. But um, he did call a maintenance man on his walkie-talkie or on his phone, uh, not walkie-talkie. Does anyone say that anymore? I don't know. I just did. Um, so he got on his phone, and a maintenance man went into a utility closet and cut a piece of rope, and that held my pants up, right? We know the Word of God is the belt of truth, and if we don't want to trip and fall and be deceived by lies that sound like truth, then we have got to buckle up. We need to know the Word, and we need to go all in. I never thought I would say this on this podcast, but be like Kanye, right? He is all in. I'm not judging where he's at. I'm just saying, man, I'm so excited about the work that God is doing in him. He is all in, unashamed on Jimmy Kimmel, talking about Jesus. Everywhere he goes right now, talking about Jesus. We need to talk about Jesus. We need to live like Jesus. We need to be in his word so we don't be deceived. There's hope for the house today. My time is up, all right? My time is up. So just let me remind you that there is hope for you. I want to share a few steps from Pastor Kyle that will help you. Um, Number one, these are some some, steps. some steps to walk out your freedom and your deliverance. Number one, recognize the strategies and the footholds of the devil. We gave some on episode 149 of our our podcast. Go check it out. Ephesians 4.27 says, don't give the devil a foothold. All right. Um, What else here? So, First Timothy 4.1 says, Now the Holy Spirit tells us clearly that in the last time some people will turn away from their faith and they will follow deceptive spirits, demons, and teachings that come from demons. So if you don't want to be deceived by that, know what the Word says. Be in the Word. So recognize the strategy. Number two, release those who hurt you. Bitterness turns you over the tormentors. So if you're bound and you can't get free, perhaps there's bitterness in your heart, get rid of it today. That was on last week's podcast. Number three, we got to renounce every agreement we've made with a lie, any agreement we've made with the enemy. We want to um, Confess our sins, give them to God. Proverbs 28, 13 says, He who conceals his sins doesn't prosper, but whoever confesses and renounces them finds mercy. So renounce your sins. Anything that's holding you back, anything you've done that you know is wrong, that perhaps has opened the door for the enemy to come in. Step number four, we got to remove the strong man. You bind up the strong man. Mark 3, 27 says, No man can go into a strong man's house and take away his things unless he ties up the strong man. First, only then he can take things from the house. So you got to be careful that you don't allow a strong man into your house. So tie him up, get rid of him, send him packing in the name of Jesus. And number five, renew your mind and your heart with the word of God. Romans 12, 2 says, don't conform any longer to the pattern of this world, but let God transform you into a new person by changing the way you think. You need the word. So put the Bible app on your phone, sign up for the free seven-day reading plan of 41 will come and begin to walk in the freedom God intended you to have. All right, I went way past my time, so I got to wrap up for our producer, Mike Sable. I'm Chuck Tate. I can't wait to see you next week on 41 Strong. PeoriaLife.com.